Hey there, Podcateers. Welcome to episode 99. In this episode, we talk about what we anticipate the Captain America Civil War opening will look like and how story continuity will kind of spill over onto a non-Disney produced film next year. Disney wants to invest in a video streaming company and some attractions reopen after getting facelifts. Couple of quick announcements. Uh, We are approaching our two-year anniversary very soon, and we'd like to hear what your favorite moments are so far in the last 98 episodes, or 99 if you hear this one. Uh, If you would like to share something, you can either uh, send us an email to comments at podcateers.com with your message. Uh, You can leave us a comment on the blog post for this episode. Uh, You can also leave a comment on Facebook or on Instagram, or you can actually record a voice memo on your phone using like the voice recorder app or the voice memo app and email that file to comments at podcateers.com and we'll play your message uh, on an upcoming episode. You know, we've thought about what some of our favorite parts have been uh, of the past two years, but we would really like to hear what yours are. So thank you guys in advance for, you know, what you guys send in. Uh, Also, have you signed up for your chance to win an autographed copy of the Mark Davis variant of Haunted Mansion number one, signed by Brian Crosby, Josh Shipley, and Tom Morris, who just happen to be some of the people involved with bringing this and other Disney Kingdom titles to us? You haven't? Why? It's just, it's so easy. All you have to do is listen for the secret word in this episode or in episode 98. Then head over to podcateers.com slash giveaway in order to enter. The entry deadline is May 15th, 2016, and a winner will be announced on May 18th, 2016. Again, for more info, head over to podcateers.com slash giveaway. If you're looking for us on the social networks, search for Podcateers on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like our page and follow us. Remember that if you like our show, take a minute to tell a friend about us. That's the easiest way to help spread the word. For more info, videos, and pictures about this and any other episode, you can head over to Podcateers.com. While you're there, you can also check out the gear page, sign up for a free birthday shout-out list, and more. As always, thank you guys so very much for listening and for all of your support. This is episode 99 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podketeers. Javier, I'm telling you the numbers speak for themselves, okay? 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, and Batman vs. Superman is struggling to hit 28%. Uh-huh. You gotta believe there's something amazing about this Marvel Civil Wars movie. No. What? I have to see it to believe it. Well, then go watch it. No, I've been reading some really bad reviews on it. Oh, really? Did that stop you from Batman vs. Superman? No. Why not? Because <laughs> I didn't care. Because you felt like sitting there wasting two and a half hours of your life? Uh, as long as that uh, Marvel movie is? Yeah, two and a half as well. But yeah. more importantly, you are totally lying about the bad reviews. What are you talking None about? None exist for Civil War. I can send you right now. None. I can send it to None you right exists. now. None exists. 
right now. He's typing it up exists. right now. As he's like, saying well, it. "Want me to send it to you? I can send it." It doesn't to you matter right if you now. blog a bad review. <laughs> you misspelled civil war. <laughs> it's doing amazing. I oh, mean, it's doing it fantastic. Even... But I've read bad reviews from who? Uh, people. Not credible, obviously. People. These were probably the same people saying Superman was good. <laughs> I, that I do not know. I can. I'm give sure you... it was. We should actually do that comparison because uh-huh. if it is the same people, you need to start reading other reviews. Hmm. I read a lot of bad reviews on Batman versus Superman. That's because there was no good ones. There were. <laughs> Only That's from you. No, no, no. Look, these are the good reviews I read. They would sound like this. Not that bad. <laughs> or wow, seriously, that is a, an amazing review. Yes, can I rent it now? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite one was something like, "Not as bad as they say." <laughs> wow, Rotten Tomatoes, what were you thinking? Seriously, with, with reviews, reviews like that, yeah, that is a glowing endorsement. Twenty nine percent easily. Wow, I you know, Rotten Tomatoes is wrong. I just I My don't even know what this favorite is. one was. It's a it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even true. <laughs> it's a movie. My favorite one was I can't wait for Civil War to come out. Uh who said that? Somebody smart. Ah, uh, just Disney lovers. That's nope. all it is. Nope. It's all right. a Disney movie. The movie's already making an impressive profit and all we've encountered is the midnight lunch, okay? Mm-hmm. It's Friday now. Twenty four hours this movie's been out. Mm-hmm. By the time this episode airs, what do you think the global sales are gonna be at? A mere six hundred million. That's a safe bet. I was actually going to say the exact same thing. A mere, he said though, just a so you know, mere. okay? Because Javier sneezes that kind of money. <laughs> well, you know, he does swim around in it inside of his money bin, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. He does. Yes. Yeah. Gold coins, right? No, gross. No. No. What? It's it's too too good many germs for you, or what? It's good for Scrooge, but it's not for you. No, it's all diamonds. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. How do you get around the spikes? Those must hurt. No, you 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 buff them smooth. Yeah, he hasn't flattened. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you you got it all figured out, dude. Yeah, so we're recording this episode on Friday uh, as Civil War is being released into the wild, and we're sitting here. Why not watching it? Why are we not watching this? Because we're dedicated to this. <laughs> this is more important we're than dedicated. than this. M- Epic movie? No, I'm actually going to try to watch it this weekend. Mm, okay. And hence try. Uh-huh. Because, $6? you know me. You're going to pay 6 bucks, Dude, I'm, I'm willing to pay the full 18 for this one. Wow. That's why it's making money. Well, people are paying, paying yeah. double. Yeah. It's not double. That's the price for a movie ticket nowadays, Grandpa. No. Yeah. I pay like 7 bucks. Yeah, I you, saw it. That's all that matters. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going like to pay stick more. to my seat. I'm going to pay more just because the floors aren't sticky? Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, clean bathrooms, uh, clean concessions. I can pee at home. A movie screen that's not a bed sheet? Look, they're fine. Just a few holes. <laughs> <laughs> and it, they don't recline, but it's fine. The theater's empty, so I can put my feet up anywhere I want. It's fine. Good old 1K quality theaters. <laughs> It's going to be interesting where this movie ends up falling after the opening weekend because, like I said, it's already passed $200 million, and that's just five days prior to the movie opening, just in pre-sales. When you compare it to Star Wars, which is another Disney property, Star Wars grossed in at $936 
million dollars, a little over nine thirty six. What combined? Or is this... That was their opening weekend. Oh, opening I mean, combined weekend. with all the pre sales and all that stuff. Gotcha. Deadpool came in at three sixty one, hmm. so just under three sixty two. Now, when you compare this movie to the same franchise, if you're going uh, actual Avengers, the last actual Avengers movie was Age of Ultron. And Age of Ultron in its opening weekend uh, made just under 460. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible that this movie may actually cross the 500 mark in, in its opening weekend, uh, quite frankly, because it's been more anticipated than I think Age of Ultron was anticipated. But you know who wins? Me. Comic book fans. I think they do win with some of the compromises that the movie studios are doing with the characters. Because I don't think anything like this has ever happened before. I mean, if something like this has, and anybody knows about it, they can you know leave a comment on the blog post or on the uh, Instagram post or Facebook for this episode. But it's, it's interesting to see how Disney worked out with Sony... To use Spider-Man in this movie. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man plays a big role. And for a long time, it was uncertain whether or not Spider-Man was even going to appear in this movie. All of a sudden, they dropped this trailer with Spider-Man holding a Captain America shield. And the world goes bonkers. Like the internet blew up. Then we started seeing all the new artwork and all the teaser posters where all of a sudden Spider-Man was back in there. Almost like... He was there originally, but there was an alternate version with him missing, you know, because they didn't know if they were going to get the rights. Right, exactly. And, you know, this last week, I believe it was announced that uh, Mario had brought this to our attention that Robert Downey Jr. is going to be Iron Man in the Sony version of Spider-Man. I do I not think approve. it's like Spider-Man Homecoming. I think it's going to be the name mm-hmm. of the movie. No, I'm not going to allow it. Oh, I'm sorry. So tell us, tell us how you're going to pull that off. Shame on you, Robert Downey Jr. Not asking Javier for permission to do this. Yeah, no. I don't like it whatsoever. What, what is there not Why? to like? It's Sony. <laughs> so? <laughs> He's just mentioned how all these uh, uh, Avenger movies, the increase of ticket sales. Have you seen Sony's? They're backwards. They've gone down. Maybe because they didn't have Iron Man in their movies. Uh, when you think of the original Spider-Man, the very first time Toby that McGuire. we saw with Tobey Maguire's mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Fantastic. Broke box office records at the time. The best and Spider-Man was, ever. Yeah, and it was one of the best Spider-Man movies ever made. One of the biggest movies that Sony's ever made. But progressively, the Spider-Man movies, just like the Superman movies, have gotten worse and worse. <laughs> You know, as time has gone on. I disagree. Well, go ahead. It's interesting. The guy that never saw Man of Steel. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't need to. I know how badly. Just look on Rotten Tomatoes. It's no, fine. No. The original Spider-Man was released back in the 90s. Okay, so there's been a bunch of iterations of the Spider-Man franchise. What's interesting about this is that this is the first time that competing studios are going to bring some kind of cohesiveness to the same universe. Mm-hmm. Because whatever storyline... Uh, happens in Civil War, it's going to carry over into Spider-Man Homecoming. They're going to reference each other. And I don't think that's ever been done before. I think this is kind of a precedent for movies where competing studios are making 
uh, films about each other's characters. Yep. And they they both tie into each other. Mm. Disney actually does this all the time. You know, that's why you have Guardians. That's why you have, you know, the separate Avenger movies. And then you have the actual Avenger movies, Ant-Man and everything. But it's just interesting how it's crossing over to Sony. I thought they did it first with Deadpool. Because doesn't, aren't his friends Mm X-Men? Actually, yeah, you're right. Um I guess Deadpool was a crossover, but it wasn't actually between Sony and Disney. Uh, it was actually between 20th Century Fox and Disney. Fox and Disney. Because Fox... Who remembers Fox? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people. Well, it's so weird to me how they ended up doing this. I know that before Marvel Studios existed, they sold off the Spider-Man property you know, to them because they wanted money. And eventually Marvel Studios formed and then eventually Disney bought out Marvel Studios when they bought, you know, the properties that they still had left over. But the crazy thing about what Sony currently owns is that Spider-Man's really their only hero. Hmm. Yeah, they have a bunch of villains. And those villains, I think, belong to Spider-Man world. For the most part, they yeah. all do. Now, uh, Fox owns the Silver Surfer. Uh, they own Deadpool. Fantastic Four, all of the X-Men, Yeah, uh, Wolverine is counted as its own property, even though he was an X-Men. Hey, do you remember? The X-Men cartoon? <laughs> oh, the best song ever. Okay. <laughs> um, and I think they share, uh, they share the ownership of the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver with uh-huh. Marvel Studios right now. Okay. So now Marvel Studios in however... Long And I don't know where it all stands right now because they've all shifted around. And I know Disney is gunning to reown everything so that Marvel just has control of all their characters and they're not all scattered around. Mm -hmm. But I think part of the deal with all these amazing Fantastic Four movies that kept coming out and Mm -hmm. all the amazing Spider-Man movies and such was because... If they didn't, you, I think there was like a clause in the contract with Marvel that said like if they don't put out new movies every one or two years or whatever, they lose the property back to Marvel. Right. So they kept hashing out horrible movies just to say, oh, well, we have another movie. Uh-huh. So they were just fillers so that they wouldn't lose. It was a contractual thing. Basically. Yeah. That's funny. So there was that crossover in Deadpool. But I think Disney and, and Fox have always... You know, they've played nice with each other before. It's not like Sony. Like, Sony's been hoarding Spider-Man forever. and it's, Not that you I, care. I mean, you're not, like, the biggest Spider-Man fan. I'm not the biggest Spider-Man fan. I like the first one. You know, I like... To be honest, I think I like... It's funny to say that I think I like the villains from Spider-Man more than actual Spider-Man. Like, That's I like Venom and Carnage oh, a lot yeah. more than I yes. like Spider-Man. They're fantastic. They should do, like... Remember, uh, like, in... In the WWE or WWF, they would have good guys turn bad. Right. Heel turns. Uh Mm Uh-huh. They should do that with Venom. Make him a good guy. That is the lamest storyline ever. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. It works. Sure. It's been done. It totally does. I can't wait to see the soft side of Eddie Brock. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing charity work. It helps puppies. Uh Uh-huh. Helps old ladies cross the street. See, I convinced you guys. Yeah, you, you know guys what? Are... You're right. 
that you he, could never he be set a up a community garden <laughs> <laughs> that i should never be a comic book writer yeah <laughs> thanks man yeah I want. I'm curious as to how this whole dynamic between Iron Man and Spider Man is gonna happen in Homecoming because mm. I think a lot of the success of the Marvel movies with Disney has been all the directors that Disney has been able to hire, and when you look at the other side, Sony doesn't have a good track record of hiring you know good directors and making good movies. So I almost feel like. It's gonna be a wasted appearance. Hmm. I mean, it's a combination. Like uh, aside from like you said, just kind of like brilliant story writers, good directors that Marvel would have. There's also consistency in their characters. Robert Downey Jr. has always been Iron Man. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, and then you like like you said, they're kind of like pumping out these movies just for like contractual reasons. But you know, like I, I think to to some extent that's kind of unappealing. You know what, what I'm the saying? Like changes. Yeah. Changes? You know, you go from one Spider-Man to another. I don't want to see a different Spider-Man. Yeah. They try to defend it by saying it's a different plateau on the universe. Yeah. I I'm not buying it. Like I know Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man are two totally different comic series, but you can't keep changing the characters on me like it's that. Kinda, it's just It's kind of like in the Iron Man movies. What was his his buddy's name that they got changed? On which one? The, the Don Cheadle character, uh-huh. the War Machine. Yes. See, I yeah, didn't like well, that change at all. Yeah, that was a money thing. I mean, from the first movie into the second movie, that was just a money thing. But I, I know what you're saying. The fact that for the last, how many years has it been now since the first Avengers was released? I don't know. But they did the same with the Hulk. How many Hulks have there been? Three. Yeah, but the Hulk wasn't owned by Marvel. Oh, it wasn't? Mm-mm. I think Universal owned Hulk. And then Marvel eventually ended up getting the IP back from Universal when they did the first Avengers. Or right, right around that time is when they got the Hulk back. So even the Ed Norton version was still Universal. The Ed Norton version, I think, was still Universal. I remember the one that came out before Ed Norton was cast as the Hulk. I love that movie, by the way. Yeah, and I remember um, I was a subscriber to like a computer uh, graphics magazine that said they made this whole deal about... Actually, recalling that movie because they wanted to add more detail to the Hulk, add more veins oh. to his muscles and things like that, and people still complained about it. Mm. I was like, seriously, you called it back, so like it could still suck. I, have you still not watched it? I haven't watched it. No. I'll let you borrow it. I actually, okay, I'll be honest. I didn't like it the first time that much. Then I watched it again. I was like, eh, I'll give it a chance because I, I actually do love the Hulk, dude. Fantastic. After that, I think I've seen it maybe five times. We're definitely not talking about the Ed Norton one, watch, because I saw that one. No, Ed, Ed Norton one, I've seen, I saw it once, and I honestly didn't like it whatsoever. Really? Yeah. Hmm. In fact, do you remember the bad guy in the movie, the 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 monster or yes. whatever it was? He looks exactly like uh, uh, Doomsday and Batman versus Superman. Watch it again. They look like brothers. It's it's weird. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> but the first Hulk, I I honestly love it, and I love the way it was directed. It they make it feel like it is a comic book to me. Hey, do you ever feel sometimes like Javier purposely goes against like what's popular? <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't that Javier's thing? Like, it, it seems like it's his thing. It's pretty. You're right. It's pretty consistent. I like you too, so no one else likes you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Which Hulk are you talking about? Was it who played it? Like Eric Bana played him? You're gonna have to show me a picture. I don't know his name. 
I uh, aside from Ed Norton, like the Hulk is now Mark Ruffalo to me. And the only reason I have the Ed Norton version of Hulk is because it was like two dollars. Oh, like I, in the bargain bin <laughs> at some point. Uh, yeah. And I got it thinking like, yeah, okay, sure, yeah. why not? And it cost $3 to rent it at the time. That's funny. So I ended up just buying it from the bargain bin for 2 bucks on DVD. Okay, oh, it yeah. Was, yeah, it was quite a bargain. <laughs> but I think Eric Bana was the, was the person to play the Hulk before Ed Norton, wasn't he? I, I don't know his name, but I found him to be fantastic. I didn't even know that there was an actual actor to play Hulk in that first one. <laughs> yeah, like they of made course. such a huge stink about the computer graphics. I thought it was just a computer generated Hulk. There was a like a pirated version of that movie where the Hulk is doing his Hulk thing. With Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> not with Lou Ferrigno? No. Oh. No, not 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 him. And all of a sudden, his shorts disappear. And then they, they come back. Wait, the CG Hulk that they were making? Yeah. Yeah, his his green shorts just disappear as he's fighting these tanks, uh, and then they come back. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how they got the, a hold of this copy because obviously it wasn't a, a theatrical release. Release. So talking about bad digital Hulk, he had no shorts for a, for a second, for a split second. Yeah. That thing looks so terrible, right? No. It it, it seriously it's looks Eric like Eric Bana's. The the actual like the computer generated. Well, both Eric Bana's and um, Ed Norton's were both CG Hulk. No, I just mean the way like that one was like rendered. Actually, even Mark Ruffalo's is CG. No, I, I mean, I'm aware they're all CG. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. You mean the character design? Yeah, the character design. It looks the best one. The best one is Lou Ferrigno's. Okay, you can't oh, actually dude. turn oh, green. Yeah, you cannot you rip with that shirt. I'm just saying. In fact, Lou Lou Ferrigno doesn't even exist, right? He is. He is. He's yep. the actual uh, Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Lou right. Ferrigno is like his secret identity. Yeah, exactly. That's how he hides that he's mm-hmm. actually the Hulk. Exactly. Wait, hold on. How do we even switch to the Hulk? What are we talking about? Where we brought up Hulk? <laughs> the Avengers and how uh, he. he He's oh, owned by properties. another. He's owned by another. Yeah, because co- I company. talked about consistency because all the characters were weird, and then you brought up the Hulk. Yeah, but the Hulk's Marvel. Yeah, yeah Javier, way to derail the conversation. No, because he's three different Hulks. So yeah, I totally agree with you. The fact that the same characters or the same actors have been playing the same characters for it makes you, you know, go back. You have that like universe bond now. Yeah. Like you know, it's like. Mm-hmm. And the actors that are playing these characters own that character. It's right. just so hard to see somebody else. Like when Chris Evans leaves the Captain America role, it's Who, gonna be who's hard. gonna replace him? Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be hard to see somebody else. And honestly, I think, that's the, the the only one I feel with with that is uh, Tony Stark. Like, well, yeah, like Robert. Downey I was Jr. about to say the same thing. Like, there's so many people that can play that part, but the fact that. Robert Downey Jr. has done such a great job being Iron Man for so long. Exactly. It's hard to imagine just the chemistry that he has. Exactly. It's I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a huge Iron Man fan, but it's just hard to imagine anybody else in those roles, which is why it's going to be so hard for me to see him in a Sony movie. I just hope that it's not poorly directed mm-hmm. because a lot of the reason why all these Avenger movies are so good is because the the production value and the direction that they have making the movie. Hey, I'm Mario. Johnny Depp can be Tony Stark. I <laughs> love that idea. Can you, Tim Burton direct say, it? Oh my god. 
Oh my god, I would love a Tim Burton directed superhero movie. Please, let's make this happen. So if Tim I Burton, need a petition. If Tim Burton directed a superhero movie, what superhero would he direct? Oh, Venom. You think so? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think dark. his heel turn. Mm. <laughs> you know what? You know what movie I could see Tim Burton directing? Mm. Ghost Rider. Dude, I think he's maybe nice. the you... Punisher. Oh, Punisher, yeah. Punisher. Maybe dark. the Punisher because he's so, so dark. dark. Yeah, like yeah. Frank Castle is just so like. Arr. But seriously, just because of the subject matter, mm-hmm. the only one that I truly believe that Tim Burton would just nail like out of the park, Ghost Rider. See, that's the thing. Like, I because we I all remember he's... that first Ghost Rider and how amazing that was. I know, right? fantastic, right? <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah. Seriously. Like, he would turn off that flame and go right into the National Treasure exactly. hunt again. <laughs> good stuff. National I mean, Treasure. Who face made, off. Who, who made National Treasure? That's a Disney movie. Mm, I'm sure that movie was fantastic. The first one wasn't bad. It was, yeah, it was surprisingly entertaining. Yeah, oh, really? I liked the first one. Okay. The second one was just really forced it and just it just seemed terrible. repetitive. Mm. But the first one was not that bad. I actually liked the first one. Tim Burton does have... A very creative way of making dark things. What's the word I'm looking for here? Goofy? <laughs> so yeah. maybe I wouldn't have him touch Or ruining? Punisher. Is the word ruining I don't that you're looking ru- for? I don't want to say ruining either. Ruin? E- even to a certain extent, wacky? it has kind of that element. Because it, how about wacky? Is that, is that a word you're looking for? Kind of. Because yeah. I think to me the more the most serious one that I took from his like direction was Edward Scissorhands. That's probably my favorite movie of all time. Like I, I keep going one. back yeah. to it over and over. The acting was great. The direction was great. The costumes, the sets, just everything just fits so well. But even that one, just like with the haircuts. Yeah, and exactly. Just how right. They he becomes everything. like a salon yeah. artist and like a it, head it trimmer. It did have some, it was kind of cheesy at times. Right. And I think it's that campiness that the movie brought. I think that's the thing about Tim Burton, that as serious as the movies are, like everything from Nightmare to Frankenweenie, everything else that he's done, like Beetlejuice, Mm -hmm. Alice in Wonderland, Mm -hmm. you know, with the Johnny Depp version of the Mad Hatter, Mm -hmm. like everything that he does has that, like, yeah, like has that weird, Mm -hmm. like darkness to it, but it's always kooky in some Mm -hmm. way. You know what? I can't believe I just forgot. He made Batman. So, yeah, he could handle a superhero movie. No, but it's I'm telling you, it has that kind of, like, not serious element. I mean, compare it now, okay, to, like, the last Dude, he, Batman movie you saw. He's the one saw. that brought the dark to Batman, though. Everyone was used to uh, Adam West. I, I may have to take back a lot of what I just said because I think you're right, Javier. He, When you think back, even Jack Nicholson's Joker wasn't as comical you know, as you might imagine some of the characters today. Funny I think enough, it was, that was going to be my argument, though. But the Penguin was. Right. That's a good point. But the Penguin was. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe it does border on that zaniness, but you're right. He did bring the darkness to those characters. Because I want you to... Okay, just Jokers, okay? Right. Compare Jack's Joker versus Heath's Joker. Okay. Who took a more dark and seriously dark approach? The actors did. But it you, came with direction. Nah, it came nah, with a script. Nah. I I think if Tim Burton would have directed him, he, I think he would have been zany. I still think he came off that way. I don't know. No, you know what? I 
I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I agree Again? with Javier. And two, in, in this episode, twice in one twice. episode, I know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Because here's the deal. When you think back on Cesar Romero's Joker, okay, Cesar Romero's Joker was a total goofball compared to Nicholson's Joker. Nicholson's Joker bordered on being, uh, I don't want to say he was completely zany but he did have some zingers that you just kind of thought like oh he's kind of sarcastic yeah, like okay hunters, i yeah. like this right but batman totally dark for where he came from then you have the dark knight series you know that chris nolan did and those took it to the next level those took it to a realistic feeling movie i like, think those began to Break the barrier of bring it into the uh, bring it into the whole like graphic novel scene. Tim Burton, it still felt, I guess, comic bookish, but Chris Nolan's version of Batman, it felt like this Batman, this Joker could actually walk our Earth. You know what I mean? This yeah. felt real. like he just felt psychotic. Like yeah, he just felt. And see, I think that's my biggest problem with Suicide Squad. What's that? It went that a Jared cartoony. Leto, like Jared Leto, just seems like way out there and so cartoony that he's a caricature of what the Joker was when Heath Ledger did it. Mm-hmm. Like he just seems so out there that it's like nobody can be that freaking crazy. I'm gonna agree with his appearance, but I think what he's going to do with the character itself, it's gonna be dark. He's gonna bring it. You think so? Oh yeah, but right. I agree with his appearance. It's I love the way he looks, but I I know what you're saying about his appearance. I actually started reading Suicide Squad New Fifty Two, and I'm actually starting to like what Jerry Leto is gonna look like as the Joker for Suicide really? Squad, just based on the comics. Okay, and it, is it like pretty consistent? Or? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Okay. Really good. I'm actually at the part of uh, which the which? series where. Um, he's getting interviewed by Harleen Quinzel. So it's like you just you, you're a, seeing this like that's a good one. You're seeing this bond between them. Yeah. And it's just like now now you're going to like the trailers that they released. You know the war where he's actually like turning her into Harley Quinn. Uh huh. I'm just like yeah. I'm like totally like committed to this. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I'm happy you're reading it. I should start right. I think you should. You should. You don't have to. I should start. All right. Well, I'm excited to see Civil War. Uh, I know we veered off into a totally different direction, but I am excited to see Civil War. I don't go out to the movies all that much, but when I go to the movies, it's usually because I'm like super excited to watch what I'm going to watch. Right. I felt like that for The Jungle Book. Uh, I wasn't on board, but this one from day one. I was on board, but only because I know, like Mario was saying, the consistency and because the universe has just built upon the characters, they all have backstories that have been pretty well developed. There are some that I just think like, ah, wow, I got nothing from that character. I don't know who that is. When you watch Ant-Man, some of the characters that are in there that ironically appear in Civil War uh, some of those characters, they get plopped in without a backstory. And because they haven't appeared in any of the other movies, they just feel like, oh, wow, okay, they're setting it up for the Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. And even for the characters that haven't had a full backstory, you know, you're getting it in future Marvel movies. You know, like Thor is getting another movie with Thor Ragnarok. And it's just the outline mm-hmm. of all the movies coming out in the next five years, I think, are going to fill in a lot of those holes that we feel are there. Quick question. Why isn't Thor and the Hulk in this Civil War movie? 
great question. And I'm gonna I'm asking because again I'll reiterate, Hulk is probably my favorite Avenger. Why isn't he in this one? Good question. Uh he was beat up too badly by the Hulkbuster in Age of Ultron. Oh come on. And no, I'm not he kidding. He heals. No, I'm not kidding. He heals. So the storyline bad it was. So I'm I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you the storyline. So uh, the Hulk got beat up by the Hulkbuster, and he was like, "Where, where, where? I can't do this." So he takes off <laughs> and he hides. And so now, mm-hmm. you know, Bruce Banner's in hiding now because he's like, "Wow, Tony Stark really beat me up. I'm supposed to be bigger than him, and he built this giant." I'm pretty robot sure that's thing. not it. No, no, this is totally no. no this is legit. No. This is legit. No, it's not. And then Thor, Thor is actually the, and I think this is actually true storyline wise. That as he far needed as a the, haircut, or he needed a haircut. Yeah. And so they said, if you cut off my hair, I will no longer be able to pick up the hammer because I will lose all of my strength. Wrong character, but yeah. Really? It all (laughs) seems like it's one. Um, No, actually, I think the actual reason, I don't know why Hulk isn't involved, but I think the actual reason why Thor is not involved in this one is because it's setting up for Ragnarok. Hmm. It's actually part of the storyline saying that Thor is going off into space or another dimension another just di- to go back to his universe, yeah, yeah, like another universe, back to his home planet because he has to deal with what's going on there, which is why he's not part of this uh, Civil War. Okay. So I'm assuming he will be part of the Infinity War, though. But wasn't he in the comic books, though? For Civil War. In Civil War? I don't no. remember him I being he in there. Was. I think it was... No, I think it was still a parallel storyline that was happening. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he's back in the Infinity War, but he's not part of Civil War. All I'm saying, they would have an extra ticket sold if Hulk was in it, but whatever. They don't need your $12. <laughs> six, remember? <laughs> I'm only spending six for a movie. But you will be happy to know uh-huh. uh, that even Star-Lord makes an appearance in the Infinity War. Why is he in it? Guardians, man, you got. I'm telling you, bring it all home. Bring it all home. Oh, come on. You know who I want? Batista. Why isn't he in the movie? Funny enough, he called Star Lord Stardust earlier. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but he doesn't watch wrestling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think once I watch the movie, you know, I'll. Let's I'll, go. Right now? No. No, yeah. Let's go tomorrow or. Sunday. We should Three actually. Hours later. Well, well, Sunday <laughs> know, is Mother's Day. That's the whole reason we canceled the the movie meetup. Oh yeah, that's why we can't go Sunday. So that's right. It either has to be tomorrow or tomorrow, <laughs> or it's gonna be next <laughs> week. Uh, so previously and, recorded. <laughs> I know. Huh? And true. and that's the thing, you know. We were planning to do a movie meetup for Civil War, and mm-hmm. I was so excited to do it. But the problem with these meetups is that everybody goes to watch it opening weekend for the most part Mm -hmm. and by the time we're doing the meetups two or three weeks later uh, a bunch of people have seen it and thankfully the listeners that come out and they meet us they don't care that they're watching it again you know they want to hang out go have a drink together at the end usually we do it in downtown disney but maybe this time we should do it somewhere different you know where like Like, one of your one of your happy six dollars theaters or something (laughs) I mean, there's plenty around, like Anaheim and stuff like that. I say we do a drive-in. Is there a drive-in around here? We all pull up in our Whoa, cars. Relax, relax. Don't try to get our fresh. Riders. Don't try to get fresh. Relax. We, sh- we should go to that theater where that guy bought every seat for Star Wars. Oh yeah, it was like six, that was seven in Anaheim, bucks, wasn't each. it? Yeah. yeah. Well, we should research it, but yeah. 
uh, I think at this point, by the time we're able to do, like, even the weekend after Mother's Day is so tight for us that I don't even think we're going to be able to do it then. So mm. uh, I think at this point, we're just going to scratch Civil War, and I think we're just going to move on to Finding Dory, and we'll plan it. Hopefully, there's no... Yeah. Uh, you know, holidays, like holidays or anything yeah. involving Finding Dory. And instead of doing it the Friday or a Sunday, we'll do it the Saturday, that mm-hmm. the weekend that it releases on a Saturday. Or or listeners can go have a movie meetup without us. Individually <laughs> at different places. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> it's a Pocketeer meetup without the Pocketeer. Without. <laughs> go ahead I and like do it. it. Yeah. Go Send us your it. pictures yeah. on Send us your pictures. How you're yeah. having a ball without yeah. us. Just Show put us the your hashtag. ticket stub and your button. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh again i'm a little sad that we're not going to be able to do the civil war meetup and uh if you were on instagram you you probably saw the graphic pop up earlier i guess by the time you're listening to this earlier this week but you know we posted something on the instagram account uh but finding dory i think that's the one that we're going to go with uh again this was just bad timing with mother's day and everything mm-hmm. and just uh, again, by the time we're doing the meetups two or three weeks later, like most people saw the movie. Right. And, you know, let's contribute to that opening weekend, I guess. <laughs> Just keep swimming. Keep swimming. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stop looking at me. Finding Dory opens on Father's Day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess if it's Father's Day, <laughs> Saturday, <laughs> Father's Day still on a Sunday. Okay. Uh, I guess we could still do it a Saturday. Now it's in advance. I mean, this one is just too short to be like, hey, guys, tomorrow, last Saturday. Oh. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on from the whole movie talk because I want to talk about movies on the little screen now. Movies on the little screen. There's no such thing as a little screen. Yeah. iPads, iPhones. iPads are giant cell phones. Compared to going out to the movies, they're tiny screens. Okay. Mm. Same to me. Go so ahead. here's what I'm trying to bring up. I don't know if this is what's going to happen. Mario's okay, like, but I bring the phone closer to my face. Large. It's a big screen. Oh, yeah. If it's right in front of your eyeballs <laughs> yeah. or Huge. you have it in the Google uh-huh. cardboard thing. Yes. Huge. That's going to be the next big thing. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Watch your movie on the Google cardboard. Yeah, sure. I'm sure you just said cardboard. Card- cardboard. <laughs> Uh, The reason I'm actually bringing it up is because not too long ago, we actually talked about how one of my Disney dream wish list items is for them to do a streaming service like Netflix Mm -hmm. or, you know, like the WWE Network where they archive all their, you know, previous shows. And if Disney had something like that, I'm like, take my money. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. An interesting thing that happened in the last month was that Disney uh, wants to buy... Uh, a part of MLB's new video streaming company. And the, the streaming company. What well, do they want with baseball? Well, they want to buy into the new BamTech, which is a streaming oh. service for video. Now, here's the deal Major League Baseball has invested a lot of time and money into streaming services. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're a huge baseball fan, there were several markets that you couldn't watch baseball games mm-hmm. on TV. They started. You know, their own streaming service, and they've been killing it, okay? The technology that they are using is the same technology that WWE is using for their network. 
Uh, it's also HBO Go's technology. So they are basically leasing that tech out to other companies. So Disney's investing in the technology itself, not necessarily like in streaming baseball. Not baseball. Oh, they're so actually they're not going buying to be... the Angels again. No, 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 no. BamTech is a video streaming service. How do I it's... get BamTech? Is that an app or something? Because I need the Dodgers because I don't have Time Warner Cable. Well, BamTech is actually uh, it's a video tech business that they're spinning off from MLB Advanced Media. Okay. So I don't know exactly what's going to be on BamTech right now. Oh, I see. But because MLB Media is where you can see mm-hmm. the Dodgers, mm-hmm. or you could see, you know, you can sign up to your, watch your local baseball, baseball in general. Uh, I think you can watch all the games. It's kind of okay. like NFL Sunday Ticket or yep. uh, NHL Center Ice and stuff like that, where you can just watch all the games I'm across the board. Assuming it's pricey, because MLB seems to be actually uh, funny enough, like T-Mobile. Because T-Mobile is such a huge sponsor of MLB, like they offer the streaming service for free. What? Uh, it it like limited time offers. Like I know it just recently expired, but you would get it for like a whole well, year. Have you signing up for T-Mobile? I'm signing up. I just need it for a few months, <laughs> and then again next year for a few months. Well, then there you go. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh it's an interesting play because Disney's really moving into the streaming community. Uh, it's not the first time they've done something like this. The last time that they that they made a big streaming acquisition was a couple of years ago when uh, they ended up buying Maker Studios, which was a like a YouTube video network, and uh, they ended up buying Maker for almost seven hundred million dollars. What? It was just under seven hundred million dollars. Are they interested in a podcast called Podcasters by any chance? <laughs> right. Are you selling? Hey, hey, for that for amount of for seven hundred million dollars, uh, yeah. I'll sell them. Javier, you know what? we'll have to have a meeting. <laughs> but I think yes, I think uh, I think all three of us are down. But yeah, so Disney, it's not the first time that they're pulling, you know, into that streaming market. The difference is that Maker was an acquisition. And I think with BamTech, they're actually planning on being like one third owner or something like that. They're That's planning huge. on, dro- yeah, they're planning on dropping like $3 billion Whoa. into wow. the, like to buy into being a partner for it. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It must I must know something or see something in the future that, that's going to make this even bigger then. I think it's just the fact that everything's going towards video streaming. I mean, that's what it is now. It's, it blew up, you know what I'm saying? Like Netflix, Hulu, like he was saying, the WWE network. It's just, it. it's relevant now, you know? It's kind of like I'm surprised it's taking this long to get to it, but it is a smart investment. I hope they end up doing something like what I had talked about because, you know, they listen to me. And the last time I had lunch – well, no, the last time I had lunch with Bob, Uh uh, Bob Iger. Uh, You call him Bob. You're on a first-name basis. Oh, I do. Uh I do. Uh Uh, Last time I had lunch with Bob, I was like, look, Bobby, seriously? Bobby. (laughs) Bobby. You need to set up this network thing because uh, this is where the future is. You know, people want to see the archives. Mm -hmm. They want to see the things that you guys have in the vault. You know, like DVDs, Blu-rays, people will still collect those. But if you have this streaming service, it's a bankroll. What did he say after he kicked you out? I think he woke up before that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when security pulled me out, uh, he was saying, great idea. Security, get him out of here. (laughs) And he's jotting it down on a notebook. He was jotting it down, yeah. Not not a notebook on, you know, like an iPad Pro or something. Uh, Surface tab. I don't know what Mm. it was. It was too far because while they were dragging me, I couldn't see exactly what it was. 
But I hope that's the the direction that they're leading in. I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I would definitely pay for a service like that monthly. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, uh, the Jungle Cruise opened again today. The Jungle Cruise closed? It's been closed <laughs> since January. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was <laughs> closed since January. You know what's you sad? You beat me to it, man. I haven't <laughs> been to Disneyland. I don't even know how long. You know what's sad? They had the little skipper experience outside of the Jungle Cruise. I never had a chance to see it. Because by the time we were getting right. to the park, they were they had stopped doing it. It just happens really early in the morning. And when we were getting to the park, it was after 5 o'clock, so they didn't have that little thing going on anymore. Mm-hmm. So was that what that new image was of an uh, heli- uh, elephant being helicoptered back in? Yeah, they were bringing all the stuff back uh, in. It was nice. the elephant, and they had the tree with the boa constrictor that, that they had refurbished and stuff. Mm. And They were cleaning up a lot of the Jungle Cruise just kind of snazzing it up. I think it was in soft open this entire week just to test out the the new loading zone. But I think the biggest addition uh, as part of the reopen, there's like rollers on the side of the boat. So it keeps it steadier. It's like a straight line that they're going to be traveling in. And I think keeping it steady so people aren't wobbling around while they're loading is going to be the best part. Uh, It's supposed to help with speed. So you know, I'm not going to have a cast member out. holding the boat for me anymore while I get on? I think that was the point, to not have to do what? that anymore. That's not fun. I know. I like when the, the cast member grabbed my hand and helped yeah, me Yeah, right? And, and made you feel out. special. Go all the way around, sir. All the way around. <laughs> maybe I'm going to miss that. Maybe you feel so delicate. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, Javier. <laughs> no, you are so delicate. <laughs> right? But yeah, it's open now. And last week was the reopening of Autopia. Autopia oh, now sponsored nice. by Honda. Oh, were right. the helpful Honda dealers there? They were not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were there giving free popcorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't there, but the it looks pretty much the same as the old one did, except oh, really? for the fact that the sign, uh, the old school Autopia sign, didn't look all that great. It looked old. The new one is just sleek, says Autopia, in a big white space. You know, very similar to what the Honda logo looks like. And it's very reminiscent of Osimo. Okay. So it does have, you know, the same color scheme, the red, black, and white. And it, it looks very much like Osimo. Do they have Osimo in the front, like, waving or anything? No. Oh, come Not on. that I know of. But I haven't had a chance to go ride the new one. Can you please tell Bobby? <laughs> no way. Whoa. That's Mr. Iger to you. Can you please tell Bobby? Whoa, whoa. Mr. Iger to, to you. To add Osimo back? No, look, Mr. Iger, I'm not going to tell him anything until you refer to him properly. Mr. Iger. Then I retract my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad I already heard it. I'll tell Bobby. <laughs> what do the licenses look like on Autopia now? Don't know, man. I haven't seen it. So I hope to get a chance to write it, hopefully in the next week or so. And I'll take some pictures, hopefully get some video, and we'll pop it up on the YouTube page. Uh, put a couple of things up on Instagram, so... You know what would have been a smart idea? Being photographed with a blue helpful Honda shirt on it. That would have been amazing. Yes. I think smart cars should have hosted Autopia. Life-size cars in there. But <laughs> then it couldn't have been sponsored by Honda. I know, but to drive around little smart cars on that oh, track would have been funny. but imagine riding instead of cars, you're riding like on lawnmowers. That's what, yes. <laughs> That's what it is now. That's what it is now. You're really stretching it, man. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode, guys. What? Yeah. I didn't even know we started. No, we haven't. I'm going to go watch Civil War. I don't know what you guys are going to do. 
Hey, I'm down, man. Just three hours. I'm not going to do that. Three hours? <laughs> Javier's used to seeing three-hour-long movies, though. Yeah? Because you Superman, Superman versus Batman was or the Batman versus Superman, whatever it's called, was what, 17 hours long, too? About. I got to yeah. tell you, though, that was an amazing nap. <laughs> <laughs> Best nap in months. <laughs> what... Well, you should go see Batman vs. Superman then because you look like you need a nap, Hazen. <laughs> right? Uh, it's cool. It's coming out on the red box soon. Okay, good. So I'll be able to just nap in the comfort of my own home. Guys, leave the movie alone. It was fantastic. See, there's another raving review right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That is going to wrap up this episode. Now, this is episode 99. Oh, and man, 99 Problems. <laughs> <laughs> There's your title But episode. Javier ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, make that so, your title. <laughs> so uh, if you guys want to share any of your favorite Podcateer moments from the last 99 episodes, we'd love to hear what they are. We thought about what our favorites were, and we could come up with none. we came up with a couple but we want to hear what you guys you know what your favorites are so you can either leave a comment on instagram leave a comment on facebook or send an email to comments at podcateers.com you can either write something up and we'll read it or you can uh, record a voice memo with your phone and just email it to comments at podcateers.com either way Uh, we're gonna ignore it right you will. Oh. <laughs> you will, but I won't. No, we'll read them all. So, yeah, let us know what your favorite moments have been in the last 99 episodes. Uh, you know, we have a couple in mind that oh, have yeah. been our favorites, and most of them involve Javier being totally drunk before <laughs> and after recording. What am I not? Exactly. Come on, be honest. Exactly. True. And if you haven't done so yet, make sure that you listen for the secret word in episode 98. Because we are going to be giving away Haunted Mansion number one. And it's the Mark Davis variant that we've been talking so much about recently. (laughs) And it is actually signed by a couple of the designers of the comic. Disney Imagineer and some of the uh, gentlemen that work for Marvel. It's going to be signed by Brian Crosby, Josh Shipley, and Tom Morris. Some of you may have actually seen uh, the video that we put on YouTube where Javier and I had gone down to Pop Comics in Anaheim for the signing of the Jody Daly version of the Haunted Mansion 1 variant, and that's where we ended up getting it signed. So go ahead and listen for the secret word, and all you have to do is head over to podcasters.com slash giveaway, and you'll be able to fill out the form, name, email, secret word, and you'll be entered in the drawing for that comic book super easy guys i've already answered myself you can't win though <laughs> you can't win why because you're, you're on this show yeah you're part of it i quit <laughs> uh, you still can't win i hate to tell you this but you're so replaceable <laughs> <laughs> why is there someone right there that looks just like me I know, it's true. <laughs> no because i have a little machine here with stuff that says things that you say hey oh. that was my favorite episode <laughs> Your favorite episodes are the ones you're the not ones in. I'm not in. The ones you're not in. <laughs> uh, sadly, those were mine too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That is going to wrap it up for this episode. If you guys want to find us online, make sure that you head over to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
and search for Podcateers. We are also on YouTube, youtube.com slash Podcateers. There you will find the videos of us acting like total goofballs. Uh, in some cases, <laughs> in some we try to be serious and it doesn't always work it out. It doesn't work out. Remember that you can head over to podcateers.com for everything about this episode and other episodes, including show notes, images, videos, and other stuff that we talk about. Check out the gear page. Uh, sign up for the free birthday shout-out list. And remember, if you guys shop on Amazon, Amazon, just head over to podcateers.com slash Amazon and click on the big button that you see on the page. Dang it. I missed Doing that so, one. <laughs> okay. I forgive you. Uh, doing so will not cost you anything uh, more as far as your purchase is concerned, but Amazon will Amazon. kick us down <laughs> with a small uh, commission for referring you to them through our page. Can he's catching again? <laughs> <laughs> and every time that you guys do that, it definitely helps the podcast. So for everybody that has been doing that, we totally appreciate it. Thank you guys so very much for that. That's it, guys. Time for Civil War. Hey, I'm down. Are you guys still going to get pizza? You guys were talking about that earlier. Pizza and wings? No. Good. Because no. I would have hated you guys so much. No. I would have hated you guys. But I love you. Why hate, man? Jeez, relax. Hangry. Ah. Uh, it's Mario Syndrome. So it's real. Hangry. We should just call it Mario Syndrome. Yeah, no, okay. let's not I'll call it that, hangry. shall we? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next week. Episode 100. Yeah. No. Here's to beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Peace out. I've said bye 99 times already. No, no. in some episodes you've been like, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was an episode where you didn't even say anything at all. So. That's a lot of them, actually. That's yeah. a lot of Those are my favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so can you say bye this time? Or? I just did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, then it's... Close to how our show ends. <laughs> the secret word is spooks.